Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host Chris Broad and we're joined as always by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, how the devil are you doing? Akamashite on deto gozaimasu. Do you remember how to say Happy New Year's in Japanese? No, I don't. don't. Did you teach me that before? I mean, I'm I'm glad that you are finally for the first time remembering what went on in the previous episode or even listening back uh, to previous Abroad Japans. (laughs) Outrageous. But uh, yeah, fantastic stuff. Uh, no, I completely uh, forgot how to uh, do that, uh, but I would like to say a big hello to all the abroad Japan fans out there. <laughs> I mean, I think I must have taught you every year for the last five years. Yeah, it's at this probably point. right, isn't it? Yeah, it's, oh, pro- it's probably right. Never mind. Oh, you're it doing? Is a weird, it is a weird phrase. Akamashite omodetto gozaimasu. Akamashite omodetto And then omodetto gozaimasu. Like, gozaimasu. You know, omodetto uh, yeah, yeah. just means congratulations, right? Yeah. Omade- uh, Tanjubi Omedetto is <laughs> birthday, as discussed in previous episodes. We'll get it right. Perfect. I'll get it right. I'll Perfect. get on top. <laughs> is your New Year's resolution to finally master Japanese once and for all? Uh, no, it's not. It's, uh, it's to Aww. stay alive, goddammit. Because, you know, when you get to my age, every day is a gift. <laughs> hey, Especially with your reckless driving. Went out for a little, uh, went out for a little uh, run around earlier on. Um I think I I'm, I'm going to say this because I know a lot of you will be on a bit of a health kick out there in January. I think uh, jogging and running <sighs> is for stupid people. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! I mean, look, I there's so much more fun stuff to do to get fit, whether it's climbing oh, or punching people is, in the though, face. It? It's so kind of like because the only person you're battling is yourself, and I am not a worthy adversary, Chris. I've had a couple of runs. I just cannot, for whatever reason, there's something in my head that goes, Pete, don't worry about it. You don't need to be over there that quickly. And so my mm. body goes, I'm not doing it. I'm not enjoying this. I'm going to slow down. I'm going to stop. And I cannot get over. If anyone's got any advice for me, if anyone was a reluctant runner, I, I just, I'm just finding it very difficult to give a shit about being over there really quickly. Mm. And, and, and that just... is the problem with running. And I genuinely think only... Thick people can do it, just, so I'm offending ninety oh, percent of the people listening right now. But I just, oh. I just, I, I, I've decided, I've taken against uh, a running, and I've decided the fault is with running and runners, and not myself and my own. 
uh, mentality. The last people. <laughs> the last demographic of our podcast removed, <laughs> gone forever. Yes, we don't need you them. Know, I do get it though. I don't like running per se, but I don't mind doing it on a treadmill because mm. it's a lot more self-contained, and you can do other exercises around it. And I'll, I'll always go and do a treadmill run yeah. for twenty, thirty minutes down the gym. But like to go outside and run, I'm not a big fan of it either. But the trick is just get some good music on. I got Bash some good music. On. Like, I found an old iPod. It's touch. not good enough. Do you, what those you, little what iPod, do you listen to? Do you remember those little iPod iPod touches that are about like that yeah, big, about the size of a a, 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 a spectacle mm. lens? Um, I found that in in, in an old box. Uh, charged it up. It was good as gold. It's still got all my old um, late nineties punk rock on there. So I'm just running around to the distillers and Rancid and you know Less Than Jake and stuff. It's a lot of fun. Well, I have it on good authority that the ultimate song to sort of get you hyped up and run is Too Much Volcano. <laughs> it's the, too uh, slow. The frequency of the song is just slow. so perfect. It's too slow. And you, just, you, you can imagine you're out running an exploding volcano as you do it. That's true. What more that is you want? true, yeah. I, ju- I, just can't, I just can't handle it. And I, I don't think I'll ever be able to handle it. But that means um, I will significantly shorten my life because I refuse to put my heart under any stress. <laughs> That's the spirit. That's we'll the find stuff. another way. We'll f- find a better exercise, God damn it. Find okay. a, we'll find something for you right, we'll find something cool, for you fine. is that your new year's resolution then that was, to I'm, learn how to run not really I'm just sort of thinking that um, to learn I'm, to I'm, smile I'm just, I just I just need to because I'm not because I'm not playing football every single weekend I'm just kind of and I'm 41 and some weeks I'm injured um, after falling off a, um, a step outside the Abron Japan show uh, before Christmas and I've already just recovered from that so I'm not playing football all the time so it's you got to do something else haven't you really and, it, and it's got to be mm. aerobic and it's um yeah, I'm just, it's just not good. It's not fun. Well, you just reminded me of an email I actually got the other day uh, from a, just a random viewer. And mm. they asked me, Chris, would you like to join me on a trip to take a, a road that goes all the way from like Germany to Beijing? Right. And they didn't really allude to how the road would be traversed. <laughs> but I got the impression they wanted to walk it. Right. And I didn't reply because I don't think. That's a very good idea. It does sound fun on paper. Yeah. The idea of passing through Central Asia and all of Europe and China mm. and whatnot. But fuck that. Well, you can do I it don't now, think can't it would you? End I well. suppose. I mean, I, the, 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 it's kind of open for business a little bit. I do it on a train. <laughs> do it on a train. Let's go by train. That'll be a few days. I got, Easy. I got a message, and I'm not usually like thrown um, by. I'm not, I'm not thrown by. Um, uh, weird spam emails. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not frightened by by that sort of yes, thing. Yes, you are. Well, I'm a little bit. Uh, but I got an email um, this morning. It said from a man called Michael Joseph. Um, Please, can we talk privately, Michael Joseph? That's a, I can't the same I mean, email. It's again. I can't the same email. Did you get to see it? Oh, yeah, thank God! I, I was shitting my pants. I was like, "What has this Michael Joseph got for me?" I'm so glad that you got one as well. Oh, brilliant! That is weird. That is weird. What does Michael Joseph want? I don't know. Why is he but he's on a he, private talk. I mean, he doesn't understand that we're already privately talking. Who do you think he's emailing for crying out loud? The bog. What's going on? You do get some weird emails and just, <laughs> really just some odd folks doing this, right? Like, I remember <laughs> years ago when I first started doing this, I had a girl or guy uh, who wanted to come and be like my assistant and live in my bathtub. Oh. And I can't remember if I talked about that before. Yeah. They were like, I'll live in your apartment, and if you don't have a spare room, the bathtub's fine. Mm. Well, the sleeping bag. And they were deadly serious. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what how, you think how it long is did Charlotte that I do. stay in there <laughs> boom <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's interesting isn't it yeah I mean look a bath is a bed I mean where do, th- where do they think you're going to bath 
<laughs> Where do you think you're going to use the bath? Do they even know that? You, did you, have you seen like the deep Japanese baths? That's not very comfortable. They're very deep but very small, aren't they? That's a, <laughs> that's a fair point. No one's sleeping that, that would in that not for make a good bed. No, goodness, good lord. <laughs> but yeah, there's, I really should go through like my inbox and dredge up all the ridiculous emails <laughs> I've got over the years because there's yeah. some weird and very wacky and disturbing things in there. Don't mind it. But speaking of disturbing messages, we've got one. A story of the week from Kevin from Tennessee, and it begins, Dear Chris and Pete, my wife and I recently returned from our first trip to Japan, and while we had an amazing time, I encountered a problem that doesn't usually happen at home. On our first morning in Tokyo, we stopped to grab an onigiri rice bowl breakfast Mm. from a convenience store, and after I'd paid, the clerk leaned in and said, Sorry, your Zippo is open. Uh, It took me... (laughs) <laughs> it took me just a moment. <laughs> oh, I get it to, now, yes. <laughs> to understand. And when I looked down, I could see, indeed, my forward hatch was wide open. Slightly embarrassed, I thanked him and zipped up immediately. Later in the trip, we were walking uh, our rented bikes down a pier towards the Shimanami Kaido cycle route with a very enthusiastic Japanese woman sitting outside shouted, Oh, good morning. Crouched in front of her was someone with a large Porsche. Uh, someone with a Steady. large production. <laughs> a large portion. Someone with a large portion of chips. <laughs> someone with a large production video camera, which was now rotated directly at me as I was being pelted with questions out of the blue. After we'd moved on, I looked down and noticed once again my zipper was wide open. I could only hope the shot featured only what was above my waistline. I laughed about it with my wife and came up with a theory or excuse that all the extra steps associated with the wonderful washlets in Japan, including the music function, the spraying and the drying, had distracted my mind from the essentials. I vowed to do better to avoid any future embarrassing incidents. After finishing the cycle route and spending a few days enjoying rural Shikoku, we checked in at Matsuyama Airport to head back to Tokyo. In the security line, a friendly woman was giving instructions on what things should be removed before going through the metal detectors. Hmm. I lifted my shirt, pointed towards my belt and said, Oh, what about this? I looked down in absolute horror as my zipper was not only splayed open wide, but my thankfully coated... Unagi eel was trying to protrude through the gap. I must have been bright red as I quickly rotated away in shame and corrected the situation, muttering with an awkward sorry. The woman giggled and my wife could barely contain her laughter. Anyway, thank you guys for the podcast. I'm glad we made the most of our trip because I'm now probably on a list which will prohibit me from future entry into Japan. All the best, Kevin from Tennessee. I thought it's just his wife just trolling him while he's not looking, just pulling it down. pulling it down, yeah. I think um, I remember seeing a man um, with a T-shirt on uh, in like Shinjuku Station or whatever going down an escalator and he had um, the words on his T-shirt, I am hentai man. And I, <laughs> I think it's the new hentai man. He's just always got his wanger out, and and I think I weirdly I am uh, I think I'm probably the only person in my life who has a bit of a reputation for always having their flies down. Like it's I am an absolute. I'm not a well put together man, and my flies no. are constantly down. Um, so I do appreciate um, how this could happen, but uh, I will say that uh, you know once once is careless. Second, you're a sex criminal. And you don't, <laughs> you don't have an excuse about our. There's no washlets in the UK, so no, you can't use that as true. a legitimate excuse. At least true. Kevin has an alibi, well, a way out. It's very much on display. <laughs> Terrible, bloody hell! Yeah. I was I uh, when I did my video last month on things I hate in Japan. I talked about washlets, um, bidet, as mm. Connor prefers to call them, and everyone else. 
Uh, I I don't like them, <laughs> as I've said before. It feels like an invasive surgical procedure with a super soaker, and I've never enjoyed it. Uh, are you do you use the damn thing? I bet you're a fan, aren't you? Yeah, You've massive fan. fan. All I'm, over I'm, you. I'm very much oh. on Connor C. Doug Veer's um, uh, um, knee on this one. Um, also knee? getting my bum. It's not fucking Santa Claus, <laughs> is he? I'm very much also in in the category that absolutely loves one of those BDs. I love the buttons, I love the little noises they make, and I love the way it makes me feel. <laughs> Not as much as Connor's knee, though. No, exactly. <laughs> but speaking of Connor's knee, what's the news of the week in Japan completely unrelated to Connor's knee? Good stuff. What's going on in Japan this week? Hit us with the news, Mr. Donaldson. Well, speaking of concealed and not concealed weapons... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Jetstar Japan mm. They're a low cost carrier They're a good low cost carrier uh, I think aren't they Chris They're pretty good aren't they They're okay They're, they're right. up there with Peach Peach are the good yeah. boys And Skymark Peach yeah. have just cool graphics um, Yeah there, there's a car An airplane flown by Low cost carrier Jetstar Japan, Jetstar Japan uh, Made an emergency landing At Chuba Airport Near Nagoya Following a bomb threat On Saturday morning uh, Five passengers huh. Sustained um, minor injuries While evacuating Via the airplane's um, Inflatable slide Following its arrival at around um, 7.40am, no one was hospitalised, according to the airline operator. Do you not think that, mm. like, if you're already on the ground, right? If you're already on the ground and you are at an airport, could they not just get stairs quicker than the actual slide? Or is, <laughs> or is it really, really quick? A slide's, like, super, super quick. Well, I'm guessing the slide's pretty treacherous, given that six people got injured. Yeah, like, exactly. This is crazy. Yeah. I, when you hear bomb threats, you never hear of anyone using the emergency slide normally. No, um, I think that everyone just sort of get off very quickly. I, I know they've got to get off as, as quickly as they possibly can, so maybe the slide, maybe I'm wrong, and maybe the slide is the quickest way to do it, and it takes a while to get the old stairs up. Because they just, for this one time, just, you know, smash the chairs as quickly <laughs> as they can on the side of the plane, and smash. let's get going, shall we? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm confused. This is Japan. A bomb threat on a Japanese plane. Well, I, I, this is a well, very rare here's, thing. Here's the rest of the story. The plane, carrying 136 passengers and six crew members, hmm. took off uh, from Narita in Chiba uh, and was bound uh, for Fukuoka. So it went from Chiba to Chubu, which is quite interesting. Uh, investigators get a phone call from Germany. Uh, apparently it had been received in an information centre at Narita Airport around 6.20am. The caller, believed to be a man, claiming in English to have put uh, 100 kilograms of plastic explosives in the aircraft's cargo hold. Uh, the caller wanted to speak to the manager, hmm. uh, although it was unclear who he was referring to. You really can ground an airplane Fucking very hell. easily indeed, can't you? I mean, less than an hour after takeoff, there was an in-flight announcement that the plane would make an emergency landing. Uh, upon touchdown, another announcement was made to say that a bomb may have been planted inside the plane and presumably oh get God. the fuck off the plane uh, and yeah just everyone just fucking jumping out of, you know jumping onto the the, the, um, uh, the slide and that several fire trucks loads of vehicles had seen been parked near the plane and uh, a lot of the flights were sort of um, delayed or cancelled at, at that airport and uh, yeah it's uh, it, a problematic uh, story but it, it's all happened um, yeah, apart from the uh, minor injuries from the people who uh, went down the slide uh, I think everyone's okay and no bomb was found so well done bomb boys it sounds like someone stole the plot from Die Hard 2 <laughs> and then thought let's do that in Japan what, yeah. what this is so bizarre who the fuck is weird enough mm. a, an English speaking person or in Germany decides let's ruin an airport this afternoon yeah they may, must, must have been affiliated with it in some way what are your theories Pete what's your wacky 
theories on why this person did this. Bored. Just bored. It's in the middle of the day. I mean, it'd be quite late in Germany, I imagine, when they were doing that, if it's seven o'clock in the morning. Just bored. Just just a man who's bored. A German man. A bored German man who just fancies uh, creating a little bit of bother in (laughs) Japan. It's just a man in Stuttgart. He didn't have something better to do. Yeah. But that is insane. Uh, I mean, I've never heard of this happening in 10 years in Japan. Usually flight safety is exceptional. Apart from that one time the guy hijacked the plane and flew it under the Rainbow Bridge. Remember that? Well, that was before our time, I think. Yeah. But that was a story we certainly talked about. He, um, but was it, that was a fascinating story that I literally cannot remember a single thing about. I think there was... Was he a movie guy? was that guy? good. Was he a movie? I think he might have been a movie guy. He fucked it up, though, didn't he? He crashed the plane. I don't know if he did crash it. I can't remember. I know yeah. he flew it under the bridge, or yeah, he tried yeah. to. The well, the, wor- the worst, I think the second worst air accident in human history happened in Japan. A jumbo jet going from Tokyo to Osaka had some something wrong with its like um, one of its wings, and yeah. uh, they had to ditch in the mountains of central Japan. Took everyone with it. Mm. Uh, famously, the the singer. Sakamoto Ki was on it, the, who sang Ue Aruko, like the only Japanese song to penetrate America's number one spot on the Billboard mm. 100. Uh, but yeah, that, that incident from Japan Airlines in the late 80s caused quite a stir. And for a long time, I think it uh, led people in Japan to avoid flying Japan Airlines and to take advantage of the Shinkansen. It's crazy. What Even more crazy, they use a, a bloody jumbo jet to take people from Tokyo to Osaka, <laughs> even though now it's just a two-and-a-half-hour ride on a bullet train. That's true, like, that, because you'd have to get jumbo to... Jumbo jet for a domestic flight. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to get, like, a... You'd have to get to the airport, check in, all that security, and then get on the flight, and, like, it just seems like... Yeah, it seems like a quite a short, short distance to go. Must have been cheaper. Oh. Yeah, but for the most part, yeah, flight in Japan, it's gone a long way since I first arrived. Like, when I first started my life in Japan 2012, there wasn't really any low-cost carriers. Now... Skymark and Peach. You can go from Sendai to Osaka for 5,000 yen, so like $40. So do actually do it. Like low-cost airline, if you need to get around Japan, can't recommend it enough. If you want to have a good two, three weeks and you don't want to pay massive prices on yeah. bullet trains. Mm. Although you've got the rail pass, of course. We'll be back in just a moment, guys. We'll store his comments and questions in the fax machine. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stresses. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realize that we're carrying them around with us. But if these feelings stay bottled up, they can start to affect us negatively, which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension, so you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash Japan. And we're back with a fax machine. What do we got? This week from our listeners, Mr. Dawson. Well, howdy, boys and girls. Uh, dear Baku Chris and Ore Pete. Rude. Ba- Baku. Baka. Yeah, it says Baku, but Baku I mean... Means... Baku is the capital, isn't it? It's the capital of Azerbaijan. It is, it is. It's the city of fire or the land of fire or something. Geography knowledge. Uh, After three years of delays, I'm finally being sent to Japan in 2023 to work for six months. Hooray! Uh, Do you know if it's possible to find classes, etc., that welcome eager foreigners who don't want to sit around watching bad Japanese TV all evening? (laughs) I mean, I presume that's like a learning language rather than just going to, you know, a place where you watch bad Japanese TV. Uh, Mark in Boston. Uh, Massachusetts. I don't know. Hmm. Don't know. What's what does that Classes. question mean exactly? Yeah. I, I don't yeah. get it. I went to the. I, I went to Soas, which is the a place in Russell Square, to do a, a Japanese class, and uh, it was actually quite hard to. Um, it was actually quite an advanced class, and uh, wasn't very good at it. So I went home. <laughs> I was busy. If you, <laughs> the moral of the story to do. never give up no, unless it's too unless difficult, it's too difficult. The Pete or, or just way. not even that just just slightly inconvenient <laughs> dear idea i mean look i, I we're talking like japanese classes right in yeah. japan i mean there's there's lots of language schools where you, but i don't know if, what they do part-time classes wise but yeah no they exist right. i did a video uh like three four years ago on a uh, Japanese language school in Takada no Baba, which is just north of Shinjuku. And that's a good place. If I was going to learn Japanese in a formal environment, I'd probably do it there. And they do a lot of like students that go there full-time to learn, and also people who are, are just you know going there for an hour a day or whatever. Right. I, this is really hard doing a podcast. I've got a mirror in front of me. And in front of me, like, so I'm looking at myself as I do the podcast, <laughs> and it keeps throwing me off. Stop looking at yourself look, for crying out loud. Well, I look really awful. Like, I've just come a, out of a hot bath, like and I look fucking American just psycho awful. over there, just staring at yourself while you're doing a podcast. <laughs> Stop look looking like at a yourself. Tomato. You it's look awful. Na- well, I can't see that. You know what I can see, and you don't look red at all. You look nice. <laughs> that and, so you sinister. look so healthy. <laughs> do, but, but do no, your Mark, zip up. Do do your zip up though. Keep keep zipped up, Mark. Uh, don't look at the mirror. And yeah, go to the language school. There's loads in Takada Norbaba. Look at the video where I did language learning in Japan. Yeah, and the link is in there somewhere. They're a pretty good school though, and I know a lot of viewers have watched that video mm. and then gone to the school. And 
I wish I'd got some sort of affiliate from that. That's, <laughs> that would have been really good. Anyway, yeah. we've got one from Alex from Texas who says, Greetings, Corset Chris and Petticoat Pete. Also, let's rewind. Dear Baku Chris and Ore Pete. Back, it's Baka. Baka means stupid, right? Mm, and Ore means yeah. I, as in like I in a masculine form. Watashi is like the, the boring one. Yeah. Boku is kind of like the casual one. Yeah. And Ore is like, I'm a dickhead, look at me. Ah, so remember that. I see. Uh, which one would you... Which, um, Boku's my I choice. Think Boku, I think Boku... Is Boku skews a little bit male, doesn't it? It's Yeah, yeah. It's it's casual. It's it's male. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's men's health. It's, it's men's male. matters. It's men's, it's men's health. Exactly. It's men's matters. That's um, the question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. I recently, I recently had a degree in psychology, and the new story about <laughs> the guy in Shibuya with the fireworks had me thinking, mm. in Argentina, nearly everyone has a therapist. But in Russia, where I'm from, mental health issues are often considered to be. In your opinion, where does Japan generally fall on that scale? All the best, Alex from Denton, Texas. I would look yeah. at the motherfucking suicide rate and, and fucking figure it out from that, to be quite frank. Is that fair? Does well, anybody yeah. talk to anybody about anything ever? No. No. Not really, no. no. That's Terrible. very bad. Japan. I know, I think Russia's suicide rate is actually higher right. than Japan. I could be wrong there. Mm. We should probably look that up. In fact, let's look that up. I know South Korea is slightly higher yeah. than Japan, suicide rate country, but I think Russia was actually higher. Mm. Um, less, but no, in Japan, less, we've talked about this before, not imagine. good. Yeah, in Japan, there is definitely a stigma against mm. talking about mental health, let alone suicide. Um, I'm trying to get on a website, but it's making me sign up to everything to get through. All right, here we are. Uh, number one. Ten countries with the highest suicide rates were... Cheery. Uh, <laughs> Saturday, a little bit okay. Saturday night recording we're doing. Very cheery. Well, <laughs> I, I, Japan's not actually on the list, oh. incredibly. Uh, surprisingly, um, the number one spot's Lesotho, which I'm going to put my hand Lesotho? up now and say Lesotho? I've not heard Africa. of that. Africa. Lesotho? Lesotho. Um, yeah, it's an African nation. Uh, unfortunately... 72 people out of 100,000 there. Um, South Korea, 28.6 people out of 100,000. And Russia's 25.1. But uh, yeah, Japan Mm. isn't actually on the list, which is a bit of a surprise, I think. Um, And the rate for Japan is impossible to find on the stupid website that I'm on. But the point is, in Japan, they aren't aren't very good at it. No, No. I I think I mentioned before, like a friend of a friend had uh, quite bad depression and they went to the doctor and you know she sort of talked about her problems and the doctor just went oh you should be more happy and it's like oh <laughs> cool we've solved yeah we've solved depression <laughs> we've done it put your hands up does, well it, does done. any of this surprise <laughs> you as well does any of this surprise you and so i go i mean it, you've got to you've got to think it's uh it's, <laughs> it's so, I mean, <laughs> imagine so just being typically. the world's Shit is psychiatrist. Shit up, dickhead. Just like <laughs> you know what customers I mean? just come oh, in, and sit lordy. down the sofa, and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. All your family are dead. Why not just smile more? Yeah, yeah, smile. Be happy, isn't it? Lordy. Well, I just, it's just awful. Yeah. But uh, no, it's not very good in Japan at all. I think there is a big stigma around mental health. I'm not entirely sure why that is. I think it's just a historic thing, mm. and the country hasn't really wrapped its head around it yet. Mm. Um, you know, there's there's all sorts of issues, and there's a a word for death by overwork, uh, karoshi, mm. uh, and you know when there's when there's a word that explains death by overwork, that's that's never a good thing. No, that's that's very bad. No, 
We don't even have that in the UK. It's just, we, you know, we don't have Karoshi. But yeah, Japan, mental health, mm. not good. Maybe a good video topic for this year. Maybe a good documentary. We'll look mm. into it. Um, we've got one from Angel. Over to you, Pete. Angel from New York. Uh, what a wonderful two images. An angel of New York. Fantastic. Uh, hello, congenial Chris and personable Pete. Long-time listener and first-time writer. My wife and I have booked a trip to Japan in late January, and we want to visit the Onsen Ryokans in Ginzan. Uh, is that Ginza or Ginzan? Ginza? Is, that, is, mm. is there a place called Ginzan? Ginzan. 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 Oh, where's that? It's in Yamagata. Oh. It's actually a really nice place, yeah. Okay. Lovely place. How far should we Lovely. book in advance? Also, uh, is what you is that what you would recommend seeing in Yamagata? Angel from New York? Oh. All the best? Look it up, Pete, because you won't believe how good it looks. All right, okay. Um, it's spelled G-I-N-Z-A-N. Ginza. I, I think a lot of people get confused with Ginza, the upmarket yeah, shopping so, yeah. district in Tokyo. Uh, well, I was. You just watched a person it. do it. You just watch a person do it, mate. You're part of the problem, Pete. Ooh, part of the problem. They look lovely and flammable. So Ginzan oh, is... Oh, I've seen the. Uh, I've seen this picture. I've seen the onsen. It's like a massive. All right. It looks like clogs. a big chocolate box, like it's something on a, on a on a on a Belgian chocolate box or something. Fantastic. Yeah. In the hills. It's what well, it's got. Some of the highest snowfall in Japan. It's oh, uh, beautiful. It used to be like a mine, and um, it's buried in the mountains of Yamagata. It's quite hard to get there. I actually went there with Charlotte Ranetsky. Yeah at the start of last year to do a video where I spoke Japanese for an entire day mm. and then I filmed it and I watched over it and I went oh my Japanese is so shit I'm not going to put that video out <laughs> and I'll do it again next year instead um, but it's a beautiful town they've got some incredibly hot um, onsen like hot springs there right? right to the point that it's not actually enjoyable <laughs> and I don't really like staying in Ginzan it's a nice place to turn up and take photos mm. honestly if you're travelling around Japan uh, then probably do stay there one night because uh, it's it's so inaccessible that half the it's going to be quite the journey to get there you need to take a bullet train and a bus and whatnot from Tokyo but uh, yeah honestly in the snow I mean, great, like magical. It's like Hayao Miyazaki fever dream. Yeah, you got the snow falling, the red bridges. The architecture is sort of nineteenth century. It looks beautiful. Um, yeah, probably one of the most photogenic spots in all of North Japan. Quite comfortably, um, and to, good place to, to stay. Mirror. Next to my mirror with my strawberry face covered in hot, sweaty... But you will come out looking like a fucking strawberry if you go to Ginzan. <laughs> I remember I went there with Charla uh, like a year or two before, mm. and. We stayed in a, it was a nice enough Lyokam. The room was an okay size and the food was really good actually. But we went to the bath and to get to the bath you had to walk outside. Outside it was like minus five. Mm. So you're freezing to, to death yeah. in like a dressing gown. We got to the room with the bath and it looked amazing. The the steam rising from the bath, the snow falling, majestic. Yeah. And then I put my foot in and my foot nearly burned straight <laughs> off. It was horrendous. Not only is it quite acidic, but it's just absurdly hot, and they don't regulate it. And there was no fucking tap to let cold water into it, mm. so you could actually have a reasonable bath. We must have picked the bad Ryokan. but that was really—I really, was really just—I was really pissed that I couldn't actually enjoy the hot springs, right? Because that was half the reason we were there. So. Uh, don't go to that one. I can't remember <laughs> what it's called. Are you? Are you not like so? <laughs> are you help. a little bit like like you're a little bit like my partner who doesn't like hot stuff? That's why she's with me. Uh, hot uh, showers, me. hot showers, and hot baths and stuff. And I'm just like, I want the skin, I want the sinew to slip off my bones. That's how hot I want it. I want it as hot as I, I want it as hot as it can possibly go. 
uh, and just stewed Donaldson. Yeah, I want to be stewed, baby. I want all of the hairs <laughs> to curl on my body. Oh God! <laughs> well, neither Charlotte nor I could get into the bath. We just Phenomenal, sort of right. kept dipping our feet in, going ow, 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 ow. <laughs> Let's right. wait a bit more. You know when you you put your foot in and it burns, but you sort of wait a few moments so you can ease yourself in. Yeah. Tried to do that for like 20 minutes. Could not get in. Gave up. Was absolutely furious. And that was my trip to Ginza. Mm. But uh, I'd go, yeah, go. It'd be, it'll be fun. Just <laughs> just get ready. It'll be fun. To uh, have your get foot cooked. fucking roasted off. Get cooked, baby. Get cooked. Yeah. Get some photos. And uh, I'd recommend booking at least three months in advance yep. if possible. But that's just Japan in general, isn't it? You know what it's like. And now that tourism is back on the agenda, it's rammed to fuck. So, <laughs> which leads to my next question. When the f- bloody hell's Pete Dolson coming to Japan? This is not bloody can. Coming? Why is everyone asking me that? I'll, I'll be there when Come I can, on. all right? I'll be there. If I could go tomorrow, I'd go. But I can't because I've got things to do, yeah? I help run a company. Do. No, you don't. <laughs> I'm, You've got a man that I'm, runs a company I'm, for you. I'm also off to Costa Rica in a week. But that's not the, that's off, not, that's not the point. <laughs> I can't just You're be off. swanning around, can I? Can't just be swanning Japan. around to Costa Rica. Japan's been Japan. open for like five months. I know, and you're and off I to Jurassic got, Park. <laughs> off to Jurassic Park, fucking find Tyrannosaurus. Right, honestly. I'm going to bring you back a sloth. You won't be complaining when I bring you back a sloth, Chris. Don't you worry about that, sunshine. Well, let's hope to see you overseas. I'll be there. But don't so. come. I'm too busy in February anyway. Don't come. <laughs> don't come in, in February. All right, fine. Probably fine. don't come in March. I'm quite busy oh, there. Okay. Maybe after that. All right, cool. Right, yeah, fine. Don't, don't come. <laughs> but don't worry. Okay. Keep the stories, questions, comments <laughs> coming in to Born Japan Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back later in the week, guys, still over again. But for now, no matter where you might be, outside there in the big wide world, outside. Outside in there. Get in the, get in the big you. hot bath outside. <laughs> I'm still sweating from that bath yeah. I had earlier. I'll, I'll see you don't. later in the week, guys, still over again, right back here on the Abroad Japan Podcast. Let's harass Pete. Go on Twitter now. <laughs> harass Pete. Tell him to cancel his Costa Rican no. holiday. Come. Japan. I need it. I Do need that stressed out. No. Abroad in Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. 